Today, I want to talk to you about, in a very short time, I want to talk to you about something I believe is one of the things every Christian must know. Every believer must know. Anybody who is taking this spiritual journey, you must know it. I call it walk, stand, and sit. Walk, stand, sit. Walk, stand, sit. Let me begin. Because of time, we don't do much introduction. But in the course of the preaching, I'll let you understand. I will take this same topic as I did with some of them on Wednesday for those of you who are not able to come. Wednesday services, we are here and you can come. Those of you who live around here, you, you have no excuse at all. You are supposed to come. Wednesday, we are here and just come and uh, uh, enjoy God. And then we are, oh, we are still also on, on, on a live stream on Facebook and on, uh, uh, I think you've now worked on your YouTube as well. So for those of you who are watching us, we welcome you. Join us. I want us to read two portions of scripture this morning. Psalm 1, verse 1 to 3, and Romans chapter 8, the verse 28 to 30. Psalm 1, 1 to 3, Romans 8, 28 to 30. Shall we stand for the reading of the scriptures as our custom is, as we give reverence to the word, knowing that the word is Christ amongst us. Amen. Psalm 1, 1 to 3 says, Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. The verse 3 says, And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruits in his season, his leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. Amen. Romans chapter 8, the verse 28 to 30. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to his purpose. For whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. That's very important. Conformity to the image of his son. That he might be the firstborn among many brethren. And the verse 30 says, moreover, watch this. Whom he did foreknow, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. Called. And whom he called, them he also justified. Justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Father, we give you the praise. We honor you for the reading of your word. We pray that you will breathe upon it and let it be life in us in Jesus' name. Amen. Shall we be seated? So walk, stand, and sit. Walk, stand, and sit. These are actually spiritual positions that a believer can take so that, or you can get to so that you can be blessed in life. They are spiritual positions. Walk, stand, and sit. Now, if you read uh, 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 Sam, he was also talking about the fact that in the same way that this thing can be a blessing, if you align yourself wrongly in walking, standing, and sitting, it will also bring damage to your life. So, equally, he's saying, 
that we must know that in Christian in, in our Christian journey we have to walk we have to learn also to stand and we have to learn also to sit now these positions are so great in the Bible revealed in the scriptures that when you pick them up and you know where to stand and where to walk and where to sit your life will always be blessed I like it when he says that and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper so over the next few uh, uh, sessions we may be having three or two uh, th three or four sessions I will take my time to explain to you these things but today permit me to give you the introduction of what is the positions of walk stand and sit spiritual positions a believer should take a believer should know a believer should align himself to you so that his blessing can be continuous and perpetual can i hear somebody shout a big amen therefore if, if you cannot shout just lift up your hands and give god some praise somebody so it's a very important thing we have to be manifested we have to come to the place of our glorious manifestation in christ in fact the bible says we are supposed to be manifested in the image of his son so that he might he might be the firstborn amongst many brethren in other words so that god can see him as the firstborn and see you and me too as his children that are following and it's so important so that is why some the psalm relates the position to what can happen if somebody aligns himself or walks in the counsel of the ungodly stands in the way of sinners and sit in the seat of the scornful this is what will happen you will not be blessed but when you align yourself properly when you know where to align yourself and that's what i'll be showing you where we should be aligning ourselves every spiritual experience begins with an acceptance by faith of what god has done for us already every spiritual experience it begins with an acceptance by faith of what god has done already you can never have an experience of god in other things or become who you must be if you don't by faith accept what god has done already can i hear somebody lift up your hands and praise god for that you see it is not about what you can do many people think what they try you are not supposed to try you are supposed to trust did you hear that you are not supposed to try you are supposed to trust him because he has done everything for us so every spiritual experience a blessed life a prosperous life a great life a victorious life a life eternal that is blossoming every one of those experiences they come to us because we accept by faith what god has already done for us can i hear somebody say amen my mother-in-law always tell me my hand is not strong i tried to open the the water and i was struggling with my hand amen amen but god will always perfect a man listen to this god will always perfect a man who comes to him by faith who, who comes? god will always perfect a man who deals with him by faith i don't care what your problem is i don't care what what satan is following you i don't care which witch has baptized himself and is sitting in your house if you deal with god by faith he will perfect your life don't be trying trust him deal with him by faith when we appropriate everything that god has done by faith he has the power 
to change our destiny to change our life to bless us to promote us in life more than ever before so god will always perfect every man that has faith in him all the all important rule of life in christ like i said i believe it's not what you try to do but what you trust him for and so i want to encourage somebody let's put our trust in him i know you are trying to do things that's good but that is not the way just keep lifting up your hearts and the experiences are in him too many christians have all the head knowledge about jesus and what he has done the problem is that they are not experiencing victory and there is so much contradiction in their life because they are trying to and our trying may be good but it's not enough amen now so when you look at the spiritual positions apostle paul summarized in first corinthians chapter 15 and i want you to look at first corinthians chapter 15 verse 1 to 8 apostle paul summarized it from the verse 1 to 8 he says moreover brethren i declare unto you the gospel which i preached unto you which also ye have received and wherein ye stand one has been mentioned here but we'll go down and then you see before it comes we have to stand in something christians christianity is not about what you are doing it's about where you are positioning yourself to stand where are you standing are you standing in something or you are you are trying to do something but let's go on by which also ye are saved if ye keep in memory what i preach unto you unless you have believed in vain so there is something you must always keep in memory i i i i can never forget the day i was saved it's always something that makes me go to god appreciating him bow down my head pray to him thank him and sometimes i weep tears of joy because i can never forget on that day when the glorious presence of god surrounded me and i saw my sins and i saw my hopelessness and i surrendered my life and he took it 42 years ago i can never forget don't forget something the problem with many christians is that we forget too quickly stand on something walk to something sit in something when some winds are blowing stand well walk well sit well when some trouble times are coming remember that there is a place you can walk to remember there's a place you can stand remember there's a place you can sit and your life will be forever assured christianity is not about what you are trying to do it's about what you are trusting god which he has perfected for you can i hear somebody put your hands together for the lord wherein we stand verse three i told you today i just want to give you the introduction for i delivered unto you first of all that which i also received how that christ died for our sins according to the scriptures i like that like that when you read the psalms 
actually when you read the whole thing it says that someone it says but his delight is in the law of the lord and in his law does he meditate day and night that means if he does not sit he does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly he should not sit, stand in the way of sinners he should not sit in the seat of deceitful men mockers what should he do you see it is not what you are not doing but what you are doing many people think i don't fornicate i don't drink listen to me i can tell you something there may be a fornicator who is fornicating and yet doing the better things for which you are not doing i'm not approving fornication but what i mean is that it's not about i'm not doing anything he says don't walk with this but let your delight be this where are you standing if you are not standing with sinners where are you standing if you are not walking with 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 with, 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 with sinners and standing in the seat of the scornful in the way of the sinners where are you what are you but his delight is give me the same scripture please don't take away my scripture i haven't finished i don't know why you are in a hurry to give me this picture i was on something this is not where i was please don't confuse me i gave you a scripture i haven't finished Let me forget these people. First Corinthians chapter 15. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received. How that Christ died for our sins according to his, the scriptures. According to the scriptures, he died for our sins. How did he die? The cross. The cross is the place every one of us went to. We walked into the cross. There can be nobody in life who says, I got born again or I, go, I went to Jesus. I have been saved without saying, I walked to the cross. The cross is the place where we walk to and we are called. Romans says, when we read, for the people he, he did predestinate, them also he called. Calling. Our calling is at the cross. The cross is one of the places you will never forget. Is the place we will always have to walk to. Every man has to know how to walk to the cross. Listen to me. It's not about the things you are not doing or the things you are doing. But if you know how to go to the cross every day, every time you need it, you will find yourself stronger in the Lord. You find yourself stronger in the Lord. The cross. So he died. How did he die? We all know how Christ died. When the Bible talks about the fact that Christ died, we remember the cross at Calvary. On the hills far away stood an old ragged cross, the emblem of suffering and shame. I'll come to that. The cross! So the first place we must learn to walk to every day. And listen to me. I'm not talking about you you have been a Christian for years. Let me tell you, anybody who does not remember the cross in your life, you are not walking well. We walk towards the cross. The cross is the place where we all walk to and we're all the same. The rich man went there and realized his money could not help him and he got saved. The poor man got there and he realized it's not about his wretchedness and what he doesn't have, but he can receive grace. The cross is the one that equalizes every one of us. 
we walk to the cross. If a man does not walk to the cross, he cannot be anything. The cross is one of the things you will never forget. We must learn to walk to the cross. I don't know how many times I remember the cross and I go to the cross. That's where our calling comes from. I'll talk about the cross in details. The cross is a place we walk to. We walk to the cross. His cross, our calling. We are called at the cross of Jesus. Every believer received his calling there. And we walked to the cross. We walked to the cross for the, our calling. We must always walk in the cross. And with the cross. That is why the Bible says something I like. I like when the Bible says that. And when he had called the, the people unto him. That was Jesus. In Mark chapter 8, verse 38, 34. He said, and when he had called the people unto him. With his disciples also. He said unto them. Whosoever will come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me the cross is always a way to tell us there is something to follow there's something to walk to any believer that forgets this walking he has forgotten a position that can bless his life may you never forget about the cross may you always remember that the cross calls you to walk in him the cross makes us walk in him. No matter where we are, we are walking in him. No matter our position, we are walking in him. No matter where you are, you are walking in him. When you remember the cross, there are things in your life you will never do. And there are things in your life you will always do. I thought somebody would have put your hands together. I think... <laughs> the church, that is why the church is not a building. The symbol of the church in the world is not a building, it's a cross. Charismatics, we don't like putting crosses on our building. I don't know why. But the symbol of the church is not any of those things, it's a cross. Whether we like it or not, that is it. Hallelujah. I'm not saying if you don't put cross on your, your building, you are backsliding. But we must always remember. That is what makes us walk. So he said, if you will come after me, whosoever, whosoever will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow. The cross is the place we walk with. We walk with the cross. We walk in the cross. The cross reminds us that there is some steps we need to take. The cross reminds us of many things we have to do. The cross reminds us that any time we come to the cross, there is something special that happens to us. Because that was where Jesus hung himself and paid the ultimate penalty for our sins and rescued us. Can I hear somebody say amen? The second place, which also symbolizes where we, we stand, is his resurrection. By his resurrection, he justified us. Paul said, and that he was buried and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. He was buried, he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You see, the scriptures are presenting to us the fact that Jesus died on the cross according to the scriptures and he resurrected. The resurrection of Jesus is what justifies the believer. Otherwise, we would have had no hope. The fact that there's an empty tomb in Jerusalem is what gives you and me hope. 
our confidence is in his resurrection our justification is the fact that he rose again our blood you see whatever if jesus had not risen from the dead would you have imagined what would have happened to the disciples in jerusalem they would have scattered no wonder two of them were on the way to emmaus i will talk about that one of these days when i'm dealing with the details and showing you what the cross really means and what the resurrection means in our justification and why we should sit there we should stand there because it's our hope two of them they gave up if christ had not risen would they have come back they have given up listen to me i'm telling you don't give up because christ has risen he has justified you to live for good to live for better to live your life and fulfill your life am i hearing somebody putting your hands together for the lord christ rose again to justify us to give us the hope and the power to live our lives amen i remember when we went to israel one of the places i really felt so much pressure in fact there were a number of places i felt it when we went to the the mountain where mount camel oh i felt some presence there and when we got to the place where jesus prayed in fact that mountain where jesus was transfigured that one too hey, that mountain i told someone i said if you climb this mountain you'll be transfigured <laughs> fasting and climbing oh you'll be transfigured the problem is that we all go there eating and we don't now go we don't now go go there uh, uh, on foot we, we we climb things to go but when you go to the tomb no 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 when you get there and they start telling you the story you just feel the presence of god you know why because it is our justification it's our legal stand that the man is our savior because he died they buried him and he resurrected it's the one we stand on to be bold enough to speak to say all the things we can say imagine the disciples who were locked up in the upper room because they saw him they came down there with boldness to speak he's that is where we stand a believer who cannot understand that christ has resurrected from the dead and it is your justification to live and to be victorious and to conquer everything in fact if you don't know where to stand how to stand in that truth many times you are defeated but may that not be your portion i pray that the resurrection of jesus shall be real to you and that your hope and your confidence in him shall stand because death could not hold him captive death could not hold him captive that is why no problem can hold you captive that's why no difficulty can hold you captive that's why no problem can put you down that is why if your savior rose the bible says he's the firstborn to rise so that we can be the second born. you will rise i say you will rise from anything that is keeping you anything that is sitting you will rise. i see you coming out i see you coming out in your business coming up in your family coming out in your everything that you do i see you rising the devil is a liar may he release you from tonight today because jesus your savior is alive and he's quickened so the bible says in first corinthians chapter 15 verse 17 and if christ be not raised 
Your faith is vain, and ye are in your sins. Tell somebody, I'm not a sinner again. I'm not in my sins. If Christ did not rise, then our faith. You know why me and you are sitting here? We have faith. We have faith because Christ rose again. So the Bible says, the Bible says something alike. Ay, 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 ay. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made you free. And be not entangled again with the yoke of bandage. Somebody say stand. Come on, say stand. His resurrection proved that he has set you free. And that death cannot even hold you. What else can hold you? If death cannot hold you, I don't see any angel that can hold you. I don't see any witch that can hold you. I don't see any devil that can hold you. I don't see any problem that can hold you. I release you today because Christ has justified you to live. In the name of Jesus. Romans chapter 5 verse 1 and 2 says, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Rejoice in hope of the glory of God wherein we stand. Having hope because we know that the one we are following could not be held by death. We are justified. Whom he called, he justified. By the resurrection story, we are justified. We are, we are made right that this is where we stand. This is what we believe in. This is what our hope is in. This is what we are standing in. May you always remember that you are justified to prove it. Am I talking to somebody at all? And then the third, the Bible says, when he rose from the dead, he ascended on high and is seated at the right hand of the Father for our glorification. I will teach on, I will, I will in the later series, show you what this really means. Now, I don't want you to forget that. the cross. His cross, his resurrection, and his ascension and sitting in the heavens. That's where we sit. <laughs> Far above all principalities and powers. We sit with him in heavenly places. Far above. Say far above. Come on, shout far above. Far above all principalities and powers. He has glorified us. Listen, God, God is not only interested in you following him and walking to the cross. He's not just also interested in you just being justified by his resurrection. But ultimately, that you will be glorified with him by sitting up there. The position of a believer is a highly glorified one. When you sit here and you let Satan have power over you, it means you are forsaking where you are supposed to be sitting. Anybody who sees Christ and knows where he's sitting and acknowledges where he's sitting and has faith in where he's sitting, he dominates everything which is on earth. You, you, you are able to dominate and may that be your portion. Anybody who is able to recognize where Christ is sitting, 
I like it when the Bible says, the Bible says, Elisha. Elijah told Elisha, this thing you have asked is too great. But when you see me go, it shall happen to you. Jesus repeated the same thing. When he said, greater works than this shall ye do because I go to the Father. Anybody who can see him there, you will do greater works. From today, I pray in the name of Jesus that you will know where you are sitting with Christ. Look at Stephen. When they were stoning him to death, Ayakataba, when they were stoning the man to death, a human being, they were stoning him to death. After he has preached one of the most powerful sermons in the Bible, they were stoning the man to death. He knelt down and looked up in heaven and he said, and I saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. When he said, I saw Jesus standing, they said, ha, he's blaspheming, let's throw. When they were throwing the stones, listen to his confession. He says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. You know what? A glorified man will always dominate evil. He didn't look at their evil. And that's, that's our place. The Bible says, for them which, whom he did predestinate, he called. And those he called, he justified. That's where we should stand. And those he justified, he glorified. That's where we should be sitting. I pray that God will give you a place to sit. You see, on earth here, you can sit there and dominate everything around you and rule the things around you and bring Satan under your feet because we are seated in heaven far above principalities and powers and any other name that is named. May that be your portion. From today, may you be glorified with the Lord. May you learn to sit there and may you learn to acknowledge him. Come on, stand on your feet and lift up your hands. And begin to worship him for that. Begin to worship him for his glorified.